Right, okay, there we go. <clears throat> hello, everyone. Well, oh, hello? what did I say? Oh, never mind. Um, start again. Cut the first 30 seconds out. Um, I'm <clears> definitely <throat> leaving this in now. <laughs> Don't. Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the 1894 podcast. Uh, we are back. 1894, isn't it? 1894. Uh, welcome back uh, to the 1894 podcast. Uh, we are back after yet another game and a win for Bristol City. Um Everyone say, uh, everyone say something um, positive uh, for once. Um, yeah, good, good performance. Nah, good win, good result against the side who are right up there in the championship table. Uh, as usual, I have uh, Matisse with me. Uh, Matisse, how are you doing after another fine day for Liam Manning, Cider Army? I'm, 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 I'm buzzing to be honest. I mean. Personally, I I just had a foot match for my club. We lost five nil, so that, that wasn't that wasn't that great. Um, but no, back back to back, back to winning ways is is what it's all about. It was a game where we needed a result um, because we hadn't won in our last four, and yeah, it it wasn't looking great. We just weren't getting the results out of the game, and we kind of did the opposite. We didn't play amazingly. It was against a really tough side as well, but we got the penalty, we got a goal, and we defended well. And we grinded out the win. Um, kind of, you can say, kind of similar to the um, what was, was it, the Coventry game. Coventry game, I felt like was even more undeserved. I felt like to, uh, on yesterday we were we were still decent. We created a couple chances, showed a little bit of threat, but then we, we just held out. We held out well, and it was yeah, it was a good smash and grab win, and a vital vital three points against the top side. Yeah, you mentioned uh, smash and grab, and it was. It was definitely, it was definitely that. Um, well, I suppose we'll start talking about the game now. But um, this was this was the team um, that started uh, for Bristol City. Uh, Max in goal. Uh, I put that out as a back four, but once again, it was a three at the back in possession. Um, it was less evident this one uh, this time around, but it was still a three at the back whenever we did get on the ball. Tanner, Viner, Dicky, uh, Pring. Uh, Matty James, who was the captain uh, in the absence of Andy Vyman. Garden Hickman came back into the side. I'll be asking your thoughts on that. Uh, Knight, Mametti, Conway and Sykes, Mametti as well. So Mametti and Garden Hickman, the two changes from the defeat at Blackburn for Sam Bell and for Joe Williams. Um, thoughts on that team news, especially Garden Hickman and Mametti? Personally, I, I was I was I was really happy with with it, and I thought the squad that's maybe for personally for this at this moment in time that is our best starting lineup with the players we have available. Maybe you put Williams in there instead of Garner Hickman, which is the questionable one. But I think putting Mametti into the starting lineup for me was was the right decision. I feel like giving him a start, some more game time. Sam, yeah, Sam Bell's not been great. Um, and then obviously the back four settled. Um, and then, yeah, Gardner Hickman, I feel like with Matty James, he has that experience and that defensive aspect. And I feel like Williams is more, obviously more defensive than Gardner Hickman. But then again, having that attacking threat, Gardner Hickman getting on the ball. And at the end of the day, he also got the penalty for us. So um, you can say that that was a good decision. But yeah, personally, I, I was happy with it. Um, and then... Yeah, well, we dropped Vyman then for Mehmeti, did we? From last game? Bell. Or, Bell. Or was, was, did Vyman not start last game? No, he was on the bench, I think. Oh, okay. 
Well, yeah, we 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 dropped him for Bell, and then yeah, Williams. So for so like for like substitutions, uh, well, yeah, changes. Um, for the Mehmeti one, I thought I, I was happy. The Taylor Hickman questionable, but paid off, and I felt like having a defensive player like Matty James and then Garner Hickman is good. But you can argue Williams didn't really do much wrong to deserve to be dropped out. Um, at the same time, yeah. mm, I'm not sure. I think Garden Hickman needed to come back in. To be honest, I think he was. I think he was necessary. I think he was needed. Uh, if I'm being honest, um, Williams was good against Huddersfield when he came in and did. I think it was 60 odd minutes. I'm not exactly sure, uh, but yeah, I think we needed Garden Hickman in there. I don't honestly. Garden Hickman was doing really well until then. He was dropped at Huddersfield, and he go why. Um, he came back in. Technical quality, as I've said before, is just on another level. Um, and he was brilliant, I thought. And no surprise that he was a he won the penalty. I thought he was really, really good. Uh, has showed some neat little touches as well. I thought the game. This was the opposition, the visitors. Uh, Sund, uh, Patson in goal. Niall Huggins, Luke O'Nine, Dan Ballard, Trey Hume as the back four. Equa and Neil as the double pivot in midfield. Uh, Patrick Roberts, no number 10 off the left, Alex Pritchard, Abdullah Barr off the left, and Jack Clark, the danger man up top. Um, I saw a lot of people saying, oh, it was Jack Clark against George Tanner, but not necessarily. Jack Clark did occupy a lot of the central space at times. Um, I saw in the first half he was quite fluid and moved to left to right and caused us a few problems in that way. And he put, an, I remember the first half right at the end of it, he put a beautiful ball in, um, which one, one of the Sunderland players should have turned home. Um what were your thoughts on that um, first, I'd say, 40 minutes-ish? 40 minutes, or up until the goal? Or yeah, yeah up, until, up until the goal, up until the goal. I mean, well, first, well, first minute comes in and Conway's already on a yellow, um, which which wasn't great. To, I mean, he, he did slip. It's unintentional, but he did, did go in studs, studs up and, and took the man out. It's quite funny. Um, Don't get me started yeah. on that ref. Oh, oh, some disgusting decisions in there. It was it was abysmal refereeing yet again. Not surprised. Oh, you talk. Oh, about that's what that's way. what championship. That's what championship referees bring. Um, but yeah, it was again one of those tight sort of starts of the game, which we've been having a lot. Nothing really going. Not many. Not too many clear cut chances by the sides. Kind of just settling in. Um, for the first 15 and we kind of couldn't really get ourselves like going and and getting anything played but neither team looked the more dominant um but once we get to that 20th minute um I, I, but yeah a, a lot of before going into that a lot of mistakes as well um and for unforced errors from from both sides as well i think dicky as well throughout the game he did not have a great first half at all um and he gave the way a ball a couple of times with headers and Sunderland especially gave us a chance. Well, with the first penalty shout as well, before we had ours, um, a lot of yeah sloppiness at the back, at the back line and giving, giving the ball away, passing it into dangerous areas. And then um, oh, okay, do you want, do you want to take us through the, the Sykes, Sykes, um, chance and your thoughts because i don't know if have you watched the replay because at first glance it looks like a clear penalty but well i was in the i'm in the so i i watched it like you know straight on um 
but there's a back pass from Sunderland. I think Pierre Equa kind of puts a foot at it, uh, trying to guide it back, but get completely miscontrols it, and then it takes a ricochet and it goes to Sykes. Sykes takes a touch um, of his chest, gets it away. I think from what it looked like, it was the defender who was on him, the left-hand side, kind of just wiped him out and took him down, and then the goalkeeper took it. I think that's what it looked like. Um, and from first glance, it was like, how the hell have you not given that a penalty? It looked like a clear, clear pen. Um, I haven't seen the replay, I'm going to be honest. But yeah, you, with the benefit of the replay and the TV, which is normally better than the uh, state in, in, you know, instant stadium with no real definite defensive replay, uh, I'd say your thoughts are probably better than mine on that one. Yeah, I'd say after seeing it back, I feel like Sykes comes in at quite a high pace and then he jumps. Um, and kind of, it's kind of, I feel like it's more of a collision and it, it's, it's a tricky decision to be fair to the referee, but it's borderline, I reckon. But it does, from what I saw, it does look like Sykes just comes in and he's, he's in the air and he's coming in at pace as well. And then they just meet and then it's a collision. Whereas the second one is a lot more clear, but. I don't know. I don't know if I'd give that um, personally, but yeah, it was obviously um, a decision that w- wasn't wasn't liked by by the Bristol City fans. But yeah, we were half capitalising on their, their mistakes, trying to um, obviously high press and and get in there. But it was um, a rough rough fifteen twenty minutes where yeah, nothing really going for both sides, um, and not not too much really to say about chances. Well, up until the penalty until up until the penalty indeed um yeah it was a, it was a weird one um because god hickman gets the ball uh inside the box anthony patterson comes out uh just 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 wipes him out and it's a it's a penalty i thought the best bit of that all of that was um data god hickman giving it back to anthony patterson after after the penalty was given as well which was which i thought was the best bit out of it all um yeah, I thought, a, I, I thought I thought I thought that was a penalty. I haven't I haven't I, I have to be honest, I haven't seen the replay to that either, but TV did it look like a pen, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, clear cut. Um it's great from, from Garner Hickman. He he sees the ball come in, he lunges in, gets gets a touch on it, and it's just perfectly placed because the keeper's coming in fast with his hands out, and then yeah, he trips him and definite penalty but really yeah really good for Rana Hicken to capitalize on that chance I think it came from another mistake as well um with the poor back pass or something like that because yeah Sunderland were making a lot of unforced errors and yeah when, when Garner Hickman when he gave it all to the keeper that was that was lovely to see as well um and yeah uh Conway on the penalty again and it was a great penalty I have to say takes his deep breath um does a little run up then stops looks at the keeper really well sees that he's going to the right and then places it um to the right side of the goal and runs off in celebration again but yeah really composed penalty and i'm happy that we're, we're not going for any more nakiwa's penenkas from from that day back then but we have our, our penalty record now has been pretty good since well since we've been getting them again um i think we haven't missed one then since that uh naki one but yeah i think we scored our last four or five probably um which is good, but yeah, good penalty. Looked up and you know, calm and composed in front of the away end as well. 
I mean, it's not a big sample size, but you know, you're right. It's a yeah. pretty decent penalty. It's a pretty decent penalty record. Um, Sunderland were probably the better side after that uh, for the, probably the rest of the game. Uh, to be honest, uh, it was a very, very, very good defensive performance from City. Um, no, I, I mentioned the Jack Clark where he's kind of fluid in the in that kind of off ten, off nine position. Uh, he floats across to the right hand side, finds himself in that position, puts a beautiful ball in. Uh, I think it's Abdullah Bar who should just nod at, uh, just literally just poke it, poke it home, and doesn't. Um, Alex Pritchard has a free kick on the on the on the final, literally on the stroke of half time, and he hits the bar, doesn't he? Uh, from that one, um, yeah. Apart from that, though, Sunderland a lot of position, a lot of possession, a lot of kind of probing. But I think this is a, I think this is the complaint from their fans as well. Uh, fans as well, no real cutting edge in the final third. Uh, but well, the chance as well. The chance we did get from the penalty spot, we made no mistake, and yeah, that's ultimately that's been the difference. Do you think Sunderland probably lacking that? Yeah, cutting edge in the final third, they probably would have scored. Yeah, I'd say so, but they they never really created an an obvious ch- chance. I'd say they got some from obviously we'll talk about Max's saves as well, but they yeah they didn't really. They I feel like they got a little bit. Unlucky, you could say, but yeah, again, just a lack of clinicality from them, and also we still have that lack of um, finishing off chances. We just got fortunate. Um, well, you could say fortunate, but yeah, we got the penalty, which was deserved. But other than that, we had the Mimetti chance as well in the first half because after we scored that penalty, well, if we we look at there's a momentum graph as well. But I thought for 10, 15 minutes after we. We scored, we started to dominate and we would bring the game to them, trying to get a second to give us a real um, step into getting three points. But we just couldn't finish our chances. And that Mametti chance came from that. Did well, cut in and then curled it, but it just hit the poses. Unlucky because even a millimetre and it just bounces. Conway was there and got unlucky with the with the rebound. But yeah, we were pushing, creating. I thought we dominated just for just a little period of time, but then... We kind of lost it, and then yeah, it was all in Sunderland's hand. Really, if they had what sixty-seven percent possession, um, and yeah, most most of the ball from from then on, then the whole second half as well. But overall, defensively sound, and I was pretty confident when we defended compared to other games, and I thought we 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 held our own quite well. Yeah, and I felt. Yeah, as you said, no real massive chances, especially in that first half. No real, you know, clear-cut opportunities for someone to from set pieces and whatnot. Um, and yeah, I thought we generally looked okay. Uh, Max was good. Max was composed and calm in that first half. And the second half, he was brilliant. Uh, just magnificent with those, some of the saves he made. Um, and yeah, I thought we looked okay and uh, probably deserved that one nil lead just for, the, you know, taking our chance and being an efficient championship side, which sometimes you just have to be, don't you, uh, in terms of just... You know, some some performances are going to have to be. Uh, you're going to have to dig in. You're going to have to just see games out, and that's what we did uh, yesterday, which is a positive, massive positive. Let's move on to second half then. Um, I think we all, I think we all expected, you know, with a one nil lead, Sunderland were going to come out with uh, with the pressure on them, um, really, and you know, and the confidence of beating Leeds and West Brom. They're going, they would have, they. A clear message from Mike Dodds at half time to just go go for City because we have been a bit vulnerable at the back in recent weeks. So 
yeah, I thought a bit of a non-event for us going forward in the second half, apart from possibly one chance, uh, which we'll talk about as well. But yeah, it was all Sunderland. They were just camped in our half, basically. Yeah, definitely. They they were dominant. And it is a shame because I felt like we did well after we scored the goal, but then we kind of just played played the defensive game and just tried to hold out. Um, but yeah, Sunderland, constant attacks, but they never really got a clear chance. They had, I think the corner was the second half as well, um, where it came in and it's a brilliant save um, from Max. The reaction time is great. Um, and yeah, his shot stopping, that, that was incredible. Yeah, it came in, saved it, pushes it away as well. And yeah, it was really good. He was confident in his box. He made some saves. He he just he held on to the ball well and made just saves that obviously we expect to happen. But um, yeah, he just he had a really good game. Am I wrong in saying that there was one cleared off the line by Zach Voyner? Because I think that might have happened. Or was it, am I imagining things? I don't remember that. <laughs> because I think... Well, I remember someone on in a city shirt just clearing off the line. It might have been Zach Bayer. That might have been Rob Dickey. I don't know. Um, it might, might not. I think it, there, there was like... one. I think Dickey was going to clear it, but there was a foul in in the box as well, or something. It came to Dickey on the line, but the, the no, that was that was up. that was towards the end of the game, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was that, that was, was that was so nerve wracking. That last ball in. That was. Oh, mate, mate, I was in the ground. <sighs> I, yeah. I hadn't. I was so nervous. I didn't even notice Anthony Batson went up for that corner. I was like, Christ. Um, but despite saying all that, it was one ridiculous max save. A couple of half, you know, you know, saves you'd expect to make, and you know, kind of deflected shots. A lot of corners for Sunderland. A lot of territory, but not really much penetration. And arguably, we probably had the best chance of that second half as well. Where Harry Cornick has slipped through on goal, which is the one we were talking about, and yeah, he's got. I mean, look, I love the bloke, um, just because he's just uh, the recent videos out on uh, the social city social media is just hilarious. But he's got a score. He's that. he's just. Uh... It's a bit of a donkey, really. I mean, the way, <laughs> the way, the way. Oh, it's just like he, he got it was a, it was a good ball through. He getting he getting the touch. I was going, go on, go on, and then just that touch, and then he does a little knee slide and hands in his head. Oh, it's just it's just I really thought, poor. The thing is, I thought he was dragged down. I was like, how's that not? How's that not a red card? No. Uh, was outside the box, but I looked at it. Defender's nowhere near him. <laughs> it just it just takes a heavy touch. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's he doing? Uh it's just ah, oh, it's. Terrible, terrible miss. And the thing is, we, we wouldn't have had that much stress after that as well if we got two and a lap at that point. Um, yeah, it's just so annoying. Um, Mark Sykes was taken off early again. Um, I, well, luckily for Manning, it didn't take make much of a difference. Uh, he put not he kept Jason Knight on, and um, yeah. Well, broke. what he came off eighty first minute. <clears throat> Mark Sykes. Did he? I thought it was earlier than yeah, that. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll take that back then. Take that back then. <laughs> um, well, but he kept Jason Knight on, which I think was far mm. more important because I I went um, I mentioned this on a uh, uh, the Gab Sutton thing. Um, I went 
he plays in he plays in central midfield, but he could genuinely be our pressing trigger from there because he just he just doesn't stop running. And it's the ninety first minute or the ninety second minute or something. And the bloke's not. I'm like, okay, where's Cornick? Where, start the press. It's Jason Knight starting. <laughs> Literally, the press. Like, Yo, Jason Knight has doing? been playing for eighty five minutes, and he's running like, and then it looks like Cornick has been playing the whole game because he's he's barely. Yeah. And I'm like. Jace, make, make stay back. It's all right. You don't have to run all the time. And it's, it's just it doesn't stop running. And and I know some and I some someone who sat next sits next to me go went. Sometimes don't you just think maybe he just stops the run? Should maybe he should just stop running because it's a bit pointless sometimes because he's pressing the goalkeeper and the ball. You know how the ball's like in their own in like like twenty in the first twenty minutes and the opposition have the ball between their own keeper and their centre backs. He's the one just pressing all the time. He's, so the sat guy next sat next to me is like, maybe he should just stop pressing, you know, conserve himself. And I'm going, he's a Duracell bunny. He'll just recharge. He he only needs that. He only needs thirty seconds break in, in the game, and they all just go back to hundred percent. Bloke doesn't stop running. It's ridiculous. Like within that game, it's, he could have gone to Sunderland and back, and we would have still won. To be honest, <laughs> it's it's what he does, and he's he is amazing and crucial to our to our midfield. Um, and also he he was playing. Like kind of when when we were out of possession, especially we kind of played more of a four four two, um, which you could see. I felt like, and then there were Knight and Conway up there. So I felt like I felt like Knight was <laughs> out of possession. Knight was higher than Cornick for, for, for like most of that, um, most of that pressing in, in the last twenty minutes. But um, yeah, he was incredible. Yeah, seventieth minute we started our substitutions, brought Williams and Vyman on, and we took James and Metty off which were yeah like for like pretty good and then about 20 seconds in and williams has got a yellow card um so both conway and williams take take no time when they because he just absolutely just takes him out completely and you're just going jesus christ you're on the pitch for 20 seconds it's ridiculous he tries to challenge the referee as well but (laughs) he's just going what are you doing it's if you're 20 minutes in and he takes him out and we're under pressure, you're going fine, whatever. You're 20 seconds in, just keep your head, just get into the game. Take, takes him out, just wipes him out completely. It's the most Joe Williams thing I've ever seen. It's the only reason he's ever going to... If he's if he is going to get a contract extension, it's only because he's got to come on with 20 minutes left, just wipe someone out, maybe get sun off a couple of times and then just, just not do anything in, on, in, on the ball. But... Typical Joe Williams, I suppose, in that way. Um, who were the other subs uh, you mentioned? Um, well, yeah, Williams on for James and then um, Vyman on for, for Anis Mimetti. And then a few minutes later, we brought the mighty Cornick on on for Conway. And then, yeah, another few minutes later, Bell on for Sykes. But, yeah, that, that was it. So, yeah, pr- pretty much like for like um, Sam Bell, yeah, a few minutes and Harry Cornick. Yeah, I don't know where where we're gonna go with him really because when Wells is fit, and then we have Conway and Naki like as as options, I don't see how Cornick's gonna like come into play, and I just don't see like he's just not it's not good enough really for me right now, and I just I don't see like the potential. I mean, I love it when he scores and we're singing the song and it's great, but realistically, I don't know. I just feel like where is Mometi? I thought Mometi had a better game. He wasn't amazing, but he he, he created that one chance at the post. Got a bit more lively. Um, 
Sure, like to see we put we played it quite a few times down the left hand side as well. The th- thing is, Mimetti, um Well, sometimes he did a uh, he moved like left to right. I might have been just because of set pieces, but he moved right and left. And once we were the Sunderland just had a set piece in the first half, and we were under real pressure. Uh, Mimetti just gets the ball on the left hand side, just beats a couple of players, and we're up the pitch, and we're we're going thank God for that. So Mimetti has that ability in him just to, you know, really, even if even, even if he doesn't produce, he just has that ability because of his skill and, you know, um, dribbling. He has that ability to just take a few players out of the game and give us that um, kind of relief in a way. So in a, in, a, in, a, in a game like that where City are under immense pressure for basically the whole of the second half and a bit of the first half as well, um, it, a player like Mimetti is actually really useful because... Even if that ball, if even if that final ball doesn't always work, maybe he could win a set piece. Maybe he could, you know, beat a couple of players. Maybe he takes the momentum out of the opposition completely. Something like that, you know. If even just just general psychological effects on the rest of the opposite, uh, rest of the team. And that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, he should have scored that post, hit the post, didn't he? Uh, which is annoying, but yeah, he's getting closer. He's getting closer. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he's he's improving as well and he's he's just got a lot of potential and he's just exciting on the ball and once he gets that extra bit of like maturity knows when to make that pass and when to shoot um then i think he can be a, a really useful player but um oh it's good that we have options and when we have players back we have we do have quality players um in the team so yeah um yeah, the other subs were. Uh, I'm trying to think here. It was um, so Sam Bell, Mark Sykes. That was the one on eighty-one. Uh, Cornick for Conway. Vyman, yeah, Vyman was um. Well, it wasn't the perfect game for Vyman because we had just we just had to defend and get see the game out. But yeah, it was a bit. Well, yeah, you know what? Forget it. Um, he didn't do much. Um, yeah. Apart from that, I thought generally. It's not sustainable, that sort of performance, because we need to start seeing some sort of, you know, pattern of play and possession. If we do that against Hull, who are, I'd say, better than Sunderland in possession, gonna get, yeah, we're not gonna, we're not. I don't think we'll get away with not scoring because I think they have a lot of, you know, pattern of play and just generally a, a very good side as well. So hopefully we see over this week, you know, more progress. Just, I've been saying this all the whole time. Manning's been it. More progress, better in possession, um, hopefully better defensively, and just generally, you know, get get more to what Manning wants us to wants us to become. Um, any final thoughts? I think I'm done on the Sun on game. Um, any final thoughts on that game? And how much do you love Max O'Leary now? <laughs> yeah, well, Max. Yeah, that was an incredible performance. Deserved man of the match as well. Um... But yeah, no, it's kind of opposite. We've been playing. I mean, the I, I felt like that those last three games were really poor. That Norwich, Huddersfield, and Blackburn um, were really making me just a, a little bit worried. So it was very important, just morale to get the three points, um, even if we weren't playing at our best. But I didn't think we were horrendous. I think we we well, we just defended well and created a few chances. But yeah, we just need to get the performance and the result, and then it's perfect. But there is progress. I think I have to give it time, um, like we said. But getting players back now, Wells on the bench didn't appear, but um, getting back to uh, match-ready uh, fitness. But, yeah, we're, what, 
six games in now with Manning and got that's our second win. Um, so yeah, hopefully uh, a back-to-back win next Friday. We'll get on to Hull now, but um, that'll be an interesting game. But yeah, obviously three points against Sunderland as well is is very impressive. And yeah, it was it was a good a good win. Um, uh, we um we said that Sunderland didn't create any massive chances. Um, well, that could just be empty words. So I'll provide some stats to prove that uh, back that up. City over the whole course of the game had 0.94 xG. Um, that obviously padded out quite a lot by the penalty. Um, Sunderland had 0.74 xG, uh, which is considerably lower despite that penalty shout. Um, Sunderland had 18 shots. So if you take it xG per shot, Sunderland had 0.157 xG per shot. And um, Bush City had xG. Um, no, sorry. Sunderland had xG of 0.041 xG per shot. Uh, and Bristol City had an XG of uh, 0.157 XG per shot, so we had considerably higher XG, so higher quality opposite, higher quality chances per shot we had. Uh, so we may have created less, but we did also create some reasonable opportunities. If you think of the Metty one, um, Harry Cornick had that shot; that would have been a big chance. Um, but Sunderland, that one saved off the line by Max was their best chance, arguably. Um, as well, if someone gets on the end of that beautiful Jack Clark ball in the first half, that's a that's a guaranteed goal, isn't it? So, a lot of factors to that, but um, yeah, just just wanted to add that as a final thing on that Sunderland game. Should we move on to Hull because that's going to be a very very interesting game? Hull are very good, uh, I'm afraid. Uh, they're not bad. They're not bad. <laughs> They're very good, aren't they? Yes. Um, and, um, yeah, that's going to be another tough game for Bristol City. Uh, yeah, they've just beaten uh, Cardiff 3-0. Uh, they beat Cardiff 3-0 yesterday at, uh, at home. Uh, before that, very impressive win away to Middlesbrough. I know we beat Middlesbrough at home, but away to Middlesbrough is another it's a totally different question. Two late goals um, from uh, Liam Delap and Ozan Tufan. And uh, ensuring three points there. Before that, though, it was a away defeat to QPR, which is you can look at that how you will, uh, and a home defeat to to Watford. But before that, you know, just a generally generally a very good run, beating the teams that are kind of below them and just struggling a little bit against teams that are above them to a certain extent. But yeah, you can't argue with their league position sixth under Liam Rossinia, who weirdly enough signed a new contract today, three and a half year deal. Take him up to twenty twenty six. Um, some of the some of their star players: Liam Delap, Aaron Connolly, Adama Traore, Ozan Tufan, uh, Tyler Morton, who's on loan from Liverpool. He's a he looks like a proper player. Uh, Jean Michel Seri. I'm not sure if he's going to be fit. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, he is going to be fit. Okay, never mind. Uh, Jaden Filigine Bedes will definitely not be fit. Um, so that's a massive kind of good news for us, but because he's been absolutely brilliant for them. Uh, Scott Twine, have you seen that free kick he scored yesterday? It's ridiculous. Um, uh, yeah, I need to have a look at that. It's ridiculous. Um, Jacob Greaves, obviously. So yeah, basically they've got some very good players. Um, what are your what are your thoughts going into this one on the back of a you know a good display and a well a win against Sunderland? Uh, has your opinion changed 
on this on this upcoming game. I mean, it's crazy to think that we've now kind of complete. Well, we nearly completed the cycle because we haven't played Watford yet, but we've um we we're playing Hull again and who we faced um already in August. So we're already basically halfway through the season, um, which is strange to think now. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's going to be very very tough against yeah they're obviously in sixth place right now um they have had some mixed results some blips in form but overall they've they've been quality and like you said they're just their players are, are just yeah don't, don't even have to say anything on that but we after on the back of our win even though our performance wasn't great um i feel like at home on a friday night we could pull another result and it's really important because they're in sixth right now um well i wouldn't say maybe we're playoff challenges i don't know um right now well before the sunday game definitely not but yeah um it's gonna be tough i don't know i don't know if i can put a prediction on it just yet but they are yes seven points ahead of us um and i think yeah their quality just i think it yeah seven yeah, seven points on 36. Oh, wow, we're seven points. I thought we were five points off the playoffs, to be honest. Oh, seven points is... Yeah, that's a big that's a big gap. So, well, if, we, if, we're, if we're in a playoff race, this is a must-win then. Yeah, yeah. You would say swing, swing a lot in our favour if we do win. Um, but, yeah, with that injury... Um, with the yeah, Jaden, I'll just say his first name. Um, yeah, hopefully, I, th- I think we can pull something out though at home. Back-to-back home games would be useful, but we again we haven't won a back-to-back game in a long time, so I don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna go out and win it. But um, do you think maybe Naki could could appear? Maybe as a sub, he could come on as well um, in the um, second half. Well, I think he could come on as a sub, but he definitely won't start. Um... Yeah, I had I had a Conway. He might come on as a sub. Maybe I had a Cornick on the bench. Um, mm, yeah. Eventually, uh, you know, we need to start giving him minutes anyway. So yeah, we could see him. Mm. Um, but I think people are forgetting um, that yeah, as much as Naki is going to be a positive difference to this group, he wasn't actually that good for us. Um, hasn't actually been that great for us. So this kind of um, attitude of Oh, he's gonna be. This is gonna be brilliant, life changing. It's kind of like when you, ha- you know, when you haven't got something, and you think that's gonna be life changing, or like that's gonna be the difference, and it's gonna just be ridiculous when it actually hasn't worked out beforehand. Um, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's like it's like f- trying I don't know dairy milk for the first time, and you didn't like it. You haven't had it for a while, but then you tried different chocolates. And you don't like that either. So you go back to Dairy Milk thinking, oh, it's going to be brilliant. This is going to be life-changing and I like it. And then you realise you don't actually like it. That analogy makes sense. Um, you are waffling. <laughs> no, it, it, uh, no, excuse I, me. Right, that's a great analogy. I, I kind of get what you analogy. mean. You see what, um, yeah. He hasn't produced, basically. He needs to start producing uh, on a consistent basis. I, 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 know, I know what you mean. Um, but then if compared to Cornick, I'd, I'd have him over Cornick as, as a sub and he is sharp sometimes and he does have a, um, a good finish, but yeah, he, he's not quite there and he's getting towards the end of, um, his career. He's not getting any younger, is he? No. 
No. Um, yeah. So I'd but... suggest we get him off on the bench and perhaps a few minutes, depending on the on the game. If we're if we're one nil up, like we were against Sunderland, and maybe under the under under the cosh, uh, probably not. Uh, but if we're looking for a goal, maybe it's one one or something like that. Um, yeah, potentially, as could see Naki coming on ahead of Harry Cornick. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be two sides who are good on the ball. Um, Hull are definitely, you know, further on in the progression under a senior on the ball and they're better in possession at the moment than us. Uh, there's no shame in denying that, they just have had more time. Um, so I think this is going to be a tough game. I think we might get a bit of a might get a bit of a lesson on how to actually play with the ball, being honest, and how to be patient and really, really just um, show that you know. You, you can be a very good side. You can be a very good side of the championship on the ball, and Hull have shown that season. So, with the right players, obviously, and the right tools, and the right manager, we might get a bit of lesson. Um, should we get score predictions then? Yeah, it, it it's going to be, I think, an end to end game. Um, to be honest, just because the fact we're going to try and keep the ball, and like we said, um, well, I've got the stats here. Well, Hull are the fifth have the fifth highest average possession with fifty seven percent. Overall, which is pretty impressive to have over fifty percent like average. Well, Leicester and Southampton have sixty-five, around sixty-five, which is pretty crazy. But yeah, um, how much do we have? We got forty-seven point seven, which is that's uh, okay. It's pretty um, in 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 the mid um, region. But um, yeah, I feel like it's going to be pretty end to end. I feel like a lot of chances will be created, but um, I think we can pick up another result. I don't see us. I don't see this being the game where we pick up our back-to-back win. I mean, you never know. We thought we'd do it in Sheffield Wednesday QPR, but um, which was the perfect opportunity, but we couldn't then. But I, I'd, I'd say we um, we pick up a point at home. We drew against them one-one before. We could have back, back in August. We it looked like we we deserved um, a win there. We created a lot of chances. I think did Naki score in that game? I think he did. Um, so maybe off the bench he scores again. Um, but yeah, we we are, we have been good. We're still solid defensively. Like we we haven't conceded a lot of goals, and we're still fourth in least conceded per match with only one point one. So it's it's still positive. So I don't see us conceding a lot. So you know what? I'll go. I'll go for a win. Um, why not? <laughs> I've, I've changed my mind. Um, two one. Uh, and who's going to be on the score sheet? Taylor Garner Hickman and then uh Naki Wells off the bench for 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 a nice two two back to back home wins. Yeah, this one's on the Friday night, so it's gonna be under the lights as well. Um yeah. are we good under the lights? I don't know. Um we beat uh, well at home, we beat uh Plymouth under the lights. Um we, did, we lost it switch under the lights, didn't we, in midweek? Um mm. away from home we beat Rotherham in the midweek. I think maybe, um, that was yeah, that was on lights, wasn't it? So yeah, we I don't don't think we have Southampton away. Oh, Southampton away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And Blackburn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we didn't, and because we 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 missed the uh, review for that, but I I don't think we really wanted it. No, we didn't miss anything. So so we're we're happy we're talking about a a, a good win. Um. About you. Yeah, so I expect this to be a, a quite an open game. Two sides good on, well, hopefully good on the good on good on the ball. 
a bit of quality. Son, uh, Son, uh, Hull have got a, I'd say, yeah, as I said, probably further in their development on under Rosinha in terms of pattern of play than Arsenal at the moment. Um, we we could make it tough for them, um, which I think is probably the best way to go about this. Um, I think we could get a draw. I think we could sneak something. Um, you know, I got two two. I went to I went two two against um, against Blackburn. Maybe I went two two. Um, I'll go two two again. Uh, I'll take a point. I think four points from Sunderland Hull, uh, even though they're at home. Even though the home games is a very very good result. Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take a point um, on this one. Um, I think I'd be happy with that. And you know, go go from there. Uh, I suppose um, that is it from me. Uh, on well, Sunderland and Hull. Have you got anything else to add? And no, I do not want to go on a tangent. Please. <laughs> um, no, I was just looking, but the Christmas period is crazy. I think just in just over three weeks, we play seven games. If I've got that right, um, which is pretty incredible because we've since Huddersfield, we've done a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Well, no, now we have Friday, and then we do another Tuesday, Friday, and then first of January. So these next four games are pretty close and. Watford, we have Watford after Hull, who are now they've they've been on some good form as well. They've got up, and then we've got Birmingham, who have kind of completely fallen apart. Well, they did beat um, Cardiff, and they're playing tomorrow night. They're playing tomorrow night against Leicester. That's why they're playing. Um, and then we got Mill- Millwall are low down. Oh my god, they've been on. They haven't won since November against Sheffield Wednesday. My god. They've got one win since October the seventh. That is, I, I, I haven't even. That's, that's a gone trade of mine. Well, I didn't even know that. Well, well, they're well, they're kind of similar to us. They're kind of adapting to a new style of play as well under Joe Edwards. So I'm yeah. not surprised, but maybe a little bit of the volume yeah. of you know defeats. But yeah, they're right. kind of similar to us. Low down and which how Sheffield Wednesday does. So I'm going on another tangent, but they they won. They won yesterday. They won, They've got yeah. three wins in their last four. I mean, and they they've got a back to back. There was a late back as well for Sheffield Wednesday. It was 86 oh, and maybe 90. Wednesday to stay up. You never um, know. You yeah, never we'll know. see. We'll see. We'll see. We should see. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going off now. Um, yeah, I think it should be a good game. I'm excited to. I'll. I'll I think I'll, I'll be watching this one again, and then I'll, I'll be at the away game at Watford. But we'll do one after the the whole game. Um, but yeah. Also, thoughts thoughts with um Tom Lockyer in the Bournemouth and Luton game, which which did get postponed. Um, Alex Scott on the bench as well there, so I think he's going to start coming to back into play. But his injuries have been bad as well. Um, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Man, you are playing Liverpool right now. I think it's still nil nil. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, right? it's a uh, seventy first minute, I think. Oh, yes. not the seven nil from last season. Uh, no. Just yet. If man, you pick up a result. Anyways, no tangents today. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for listening, watching, wherever you are, whenever you are. Um, and thank you very much whenever. for watching. Whenever you're watching this, wherever you're watching this. Um, thank you very much uh, for tuning in. Um, it's been a pleasure uh, once again chatting Waffle. Uh, dairy milk analogies and whatnot 
And just love to see it. You love to see it. Yeah, you, you, it's just what we do. I haven't got enough good footballing opinions to talk about for an hour, so I'll just talk about Dairy Milk instead, which I'm, you know, I like actually. I had a lovely Dairy Milk yet. I think I had a, you know, those like thin bars, which are like mm, they're just so, like, they're always a good one to have because they're just they're never going to disappoint. They're just a solid chocolate bar. Yeah, I prefer that. I prefer fruit and nut. Just like, I mean, yeah, you prefer fruit yeah. and nut? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Come on, no, seriously. No. Oh, come on. That's like that's no, like saying Cornix better than Tommy Conway. Oh, get a grip! No, fruit and nut is miles clear of dairy milk. I just I was just forcing to eat things. Comment, you milk. comment, but, comment, comment below which one you prefer. No, don't comment. I want footballing opinions in the comment. Don't comment. <laughs> don't comment. You. Okay, Cornick, Cornick or Conway? That's going to be a debate Cornick, and a half. Cornick or Conway, if you know, you know. Um, all right. Thank you very much for listening in. Um, and yeah, fruit and nut is miles clear of dairy milk. Don't know what this guy's waffling about. Um, thank you very much for watching, uh, listening. Um, say bye, Matisse, with your horrendous chocolate um, opinion. <laughs> yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, make sure to subscribe. Um, you can also listen to us on the Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff on, on YouTube as well, of course. But yeah, follow our socials. And yeah, we'll see you after the whole game, where hopefully another good result against sixth place yeah, yeah see you. you then